0: Hello friends, you're listening to Head Table Talk, a podcast all about the ins, outs, and in-betweens of the wedding industry. I'm Allie. And I'm Meredith. Now, join us at the Head Table. Allie. Hello, Meredith. I miss you. (laughs) What a morning. Oh, what a morning. Technical difficulties, folks. We are doing this remotely again, and maybe for the near future, not sure. With everything with COVID going on, we're trying to be as safe as possible.
1: Yes, and my internet in my office decided to not work very well. So instead of my serene office space where I had a candle going, I'm in my living room and my dog will probably bark a couple times during this, so I'm sorry.
0: Don't don't apologize. My cats are normally meowing in the background anyway, but Arlo is... (laughs) asleep next to me right now he's not moving for a while is my guess I just fed them and after that they normally take like a four-hour nap
1: Allie you are going to be proud of me I am slowly getting into the Christmas mood (gasps) Mm -hmm. I have a Christmas candle going upstairs in my office and Josh and I wore matching Christmas pajamas last night
0: oh that's amazing when are you going to start decorating
1: not till after Thanksgiving.
0: Uh, Thanksgiving is so soon, though.
1: It is. I know. I'm so
0: excited. I get to see you on Wednesday, at least. I know. Wait, Thursday. Wednesday? Wednesday. 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 My days are all messed up.
1: We have our very small Friendsgiving on Wednesday. Yes.
0: Yes, I'm excited. I love food.
1: This will be my first time ever making a turkey.
0: That's scary. Are you excited? No, I think it'll be, I, don't, I think it'll be good. I'm going to like you, look up. A, sorry. Are you more a turkey or a ham fan? Turkey. I'm more a ham. I like all yeah. of it, but technically
1: my... I prefer duck for Thanksgiving, but you guys Barf. were all like,
0: it's a cute little Aflac duck. No. I, I said that every time you took a bite, I would just quack. It's so good.
1: <laughs> it's just dark meat. I think that's why people don't like it. Cause it's just the dark meat.
0: Ugh. No, so. I couldn't do it. So what's new? Oh, nothing. I am starting to finally feel better. I don't have COVID, which is super exciting. Um, I have a wedding this next weekend, and I don't really know what that's going to look like with all of the Mm -hmm. new guidelines. Um, But besides that, all my other weddings have postponed until next year except for my one in mexico is still on as of right now what about you not a whole lot i didn't have a wedding this weekend so we just kind of chilled
1: around um kind of watched some football yesterday watched the atrocious broncos game the bears play tonight right
0: yep against the vikings Mm -hmm. it's a big game Move on. i know i was like shoot i'm gonna miss the um the game for the bachelor but then I always get messed up because I always Mm -hmm. think it's Monday nights but they moved it to Tuesday so that's yeah um I'm excited of which (laughs) Tayshia's new season yeah
1: I mean it's kind of weird that they only brought on like four extra guys right
0: I know I thought they should bring on more than that to give her a fair I don't know because how many do they start with normally
1: like 30 so I think she ended up with 20 to start off with which i guess makes sense because they did lose like 3 weeks so they couldn't like eliminate as many people but also what is up with the producers making like every episode a strip episode like first they had the dodgeball and now they had like the basket water basketball or whatever where they're all in speedos like come i feel on. like create something yeah. different
0: i feel like because they have such limited space to create dates that right. they're like trying so hard to make it as spicy as possible well, still it's 2020 that trope is over and done with like move on I know and they're all so jacked they had nothing to do though during their quarantine if I was gonna be on the bachelor <laughs> that's all I, except I say that like every time I have a big event I'm like I'm gonna work out and do I mean for the wedding I said I was gonna do it and then the wedding got postponed and so I was like sweet you More know time more time to work out no I didn't work out and now we're going to Mexico and I keep being like I should maybe cut back on the soda and I'm like <laughs> no I
1: no such thing
0: I, I can't do it I have an addiction there could be worse addictions yes I suppose Absolutely. and I only have like one a day not that's bad. not terrible
1: I also am very pumped because Grey's Anatomy is back on
0: uh, so I'm I stopped. I am too. And I stopped watching a while ago. But now I just started it over this mm-hmm. week. Yeah. I stopped when I
1: went to college and then like Derek died. But then Ugh. like during quarantine, I was like, I need a show. So I literally binged all of it in like that, three months.
0: That's why I started it again because I saw Derek was on this last episode. Mm-hmm. So I was like, there's hope. He comes right. back, at least for like a dream or whatever. Yeah.
1: yeah. So. Yeah, um, some kind of new wedding news. This is kind of pertinent to this area. Minnesota has really upped their COVID wedding restrictions, and right now they're only allowing fifty people at weddings and twenty-five starting January or December first. So
0: that's crazy. It's happening all
1: again, folks. I'm sorry. I mean,
0: part of me, obviously, I can empathize with anybody that has to postpone their wedding because I've been there. But part of me is also like, we need to stop this. The numbers are so crazy right now. It's just a weird mix of like, we still need to live our lives mixed with I don't want people to die yeah yeah (laughs) it's just I don't know this year has been so crazy and everyone's like 2021 can't wait but I'm Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I don't think it's going to be much different to be honest not to be pessimistic but I I feel like we're in this for the long haul and I don't know creating good practices to keep yourself safe and keep others safe is so important
1: Head table talk, taking an official stance. Wear a damn mask.
0: (laughs) Wear a mask, please. I just have uh, two nurses in my... Well, I'm more than two, but two nurses that I'm really close to in my family, and I Venmoed them for coffee this morning just because... you're so sweet. Well, and I don't like... I'm big on not telling people when I do nice things, but the reason I'm telling you this is because... I feel like they got such appreciation when this all first started and then I feel like it's just kind of gone by the wayside a little bit and right now they're busier than they even were in the beginning so I'm like we should still be like putting them up on a pedestal because they're truly heroes right now yeah but yeah one of my like
1: all the Hospitals and stuff getting like literally filled to capacity. Like now is the time to appreciate your healthcare workers.
0: Yeah. And I hate that I even said that I've enmoed them because one of my biggest pet peeves is when somebody takes a video of them or a picture of them giving money to a stranger or like doing a nice thing. Because I'm like, are you doing this for you or are (laughs) you doing this for them? (laughs) Agreed like, look how great I am. I don't know. That yeah. grinds my gears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just do a good thing and don't
1: expect anything back. Well, let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors, and then we will welcome our guest to the Head Table.
0: Head Table Talk is sponsored by MC Brow and Lash Studio, a Des Moines-based studio. MC Brow and Lash provides services like Keratin Lash Lift, and tint, brow design, lash extensions, and more. And if you're like me and you're low maintenance and wanna roll out of bed and look like a normal human, I highly recommend Morgan is incredible.
1: We've both gone to Morgan for her services and We're both obsessed. I've done the lash extensions as well as the Keratin lash lift and I've basically sold my soul to eyelash extensions. So 10 out of 10 would recommend.
0: Yes. so if you are interested in getting your brows or lash, just mention Head Table Talk when booking to receive $10 off your first appointment and you can find MC Brow and Lash Studio on Instagram at MC Brow Lash Studio. Table Talk is sponsored by No Clue How to Podcast, a new podcast where two cousins, Megan and Whitney, are experiencing a pandemic and wanting to laugh again. Laugh along as they talk bad '90s fashion, embarrassing stories, uterus cakes, and more. Follow them on Instagram at No Clue How to Podcast and listen wherever you find incredible podcasts. On today's podcast, we have an extremely talented photographer whose passion. For photography, started in high school and led her to study photojournalism at Iowa State University. Now she is a full-time wedding senior and lifestyle photographer. On top of that, she is a single mother to her six-year-old son. This woman is candid not only in her photos, but about her life on social media and in person. She is a wonder woman and I can't wait to learn more about her. Welcome to the head table, Kendra Plath with KMP Photography.
2: Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. I'm sure I got to cry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You are a wonder woman. I don't know how you do it.
2: Oh my gosh, thank you. Um, I don't either. I think you just wake up and you do it.
0: (laughs) Right. He's six, right?
2: Yeah, so he'll be seven in January, which is unbelievable to me, like seven already. What's his name? Brayden.
0: Brayden. He is so handsome too.
2: Oh, he is and he knows it. It's not good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> he's always been a flirt, and it's just getting worse, and I'm like, oh, no. How is oh school
0: goodness. going with him then right now? Is he at home, or is he
2: hybrid? Yeah. So he's actually at home. He's been at home this whole semester. He was supposed to go and write a school, started his dad had COVID, and then he went online, and then we missed the deadline to transfer him back to school. Uh. So it's been at home which has been really challenging because this fall has been just crazy as you two know as well right so mm-hmm. I've been trying to balance all of that with getting him schoolwork and now Des Moines or West Des Moines all online so he's supposed to go back next right. semester but with the way Iowa is going who knows
1: yeah we kind of talked about that in our section of the podcast about just how crazy COVID is right now in the state yeah wear a mask everyone yes please wear a damn mask (laughs) we will make masks with the head table talk loco if it means you will wear them yes
0: Yes. we should do that anyway (laughs) yeah we should agreed I want
2: one (laughs) yeah
1: so Kendra tell us Allie kind of gave a little intro about how you got started in photography but in your own words tell us a little bit about how you got started and where you're at today
2: Oh, man. I don't even know where to start. (laughs) Um, It starts way back in high school. Um, My art teacher, Braz, um, he's the one that kind of started me. He's like, I remember there were huge box cameras back then. And like the digital screen was like this little on it. I mean, they were literally boxes. And I just took some shots. And he's like, I think you might have an eye for this. He's like, you know, if you enjoy it, you should stick with it. So I did and I ended up loving it. So I went to DMAC for photography for two years. Then I had transferred to Iowa State and um, I did photojournalism there. And I worked at the Iowa State Daily as a photojournalist. Um, I loved it because you never knew what you were getting yourself into. Every day you walked in the newsroom, you never knew what you were, your assignment was gonna be. Well, that also taught me then to be able to photograph in every single type of lighting situation you can imagine. Yeah. Um, so that really prepared me for weddings. And also I got to bring my photojournalism self to weddings, which I really love. So after I was state, I got pregnant with my son. I moved back to my hometown for a few years and worked some corporate insurance jobs, and then I just, every day sitting in a cubicle question, why am I doing this? I always said, this is not for me. (sighs) And so then I just overdrive of hard work to get where I am doing full-time weddings and seniors now.
0: That's awesome. And you do drone photography as well, correct? Yes. That's I have looked into it and I don't even know where to begin. It's just, <laughs> one, it's such an investment. Oh, yeah. um, but do you feel like people want that when they're looking at your work? Like, Do you feel like that is something that draws them to you besides your incredible photos that you take the other way? Or is it just like an added bonus for people?
2: I think it's an added bonus um, mm-hmm. because I don't have, surprisingly, I really don't have that many people in the inquire book specifically say they want a drone mm-hmm. shot. I guess I don't do them with every shoot. It's just if we're somewhere special or I see something really special, um, it's just an added bonus, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. What do you shoot
2: with? DJI Maverick Pro. That's what we
1: have I'm for our company. I'm a sucky person too. when you're yeah. asking. Me.
2: You yeah, yeah. there's so, like, I think that's the name.
1: It's such an easy drone because, like, literally, like you yes. don't have to land it. You don't have to, like, it's just, it's so easy.
2: Good to you know. Last week, I sent you guys a video. I uh, was doing an engagement shot and it was coming down and then it stopped just above where my arm reach was. Like, maybe about that high. And so our cities are like trying to jump and catch it. And he got a lovely video of me. It was- That's amazing. not cute.
1: And I I love your background in photojournalism. We kind of talked about this before. We both went to Iowa State for photojournalism, which super fun. We bonded over that. And yeah, with Iowa State Daily, it definitely does teach you how to work in any lighting situation. And especially because like- as a photojournalist, you're not supposed to like control anything. You're just supposed to be there to Mm -hmm. photograph how it is. And then going into weddings and like, you can actually pose. It's so much different.
2: I was just going to say, there's still a part of me that when, um, I think all wedding photographers will brides getting ready, set up shots. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes you're like, hey, go grab your lipstick and act like you're putting it on in the mirror or just to recreate shots. And there's still a part of me ethically from photojournalism that's like, oh, this is wrong. I shouldn't yeah. be doing this.
1: Oh, I, I <laughs> feel the ingrained same way. in your brain. <laughs> right. I like still hear like Dennis Chamberlain in the back of my mind. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yes. It probably
0: help, helps you capture the real candid moments even better than you would. I mean, I didn't go to school for photojournalism. Um, and I definitely have an eye for candid shots, but it probably helps you a lot more to have studied.
2: Yeah, I would say you definitely learn to sit back and just watch people a little bit more, like try and blend in. Right. And
1: there's always like one thing that photojournalism really taught me was, to look where everyone else is looking and then look away from that because there's probably another small moment happening somewhere else that's also important oh yeah sure
0: the groom's mom's reaction during right you know
1: speeches things. or like right even like the little ring bear is falling asleep during the ceremony on grandma's lap like little yes. stuff like that to yeah to like always, don't
2: always focus on the couple turn around right. look around yeah yep, taking the whole exactly. room
1: Yeah. I have that problem. Like,
2: even when I'm location scouting, I'm walking one way and then all of a sudden I like just turn around. I'm like, I need to turn around more right? Mm -hmm. because it's just a whole nother view when you just turn around.
1: So what got you started in weddings specifically? How did you, you know, get your toe in the door and then what made you want to jump in fully?
2: So I shot my first ever wedding maybe 10 years ago and it turned out pretty good, but I look back and laugh now because that was when selective coloring was the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just am like, oh no, yeah, Like, do doing? So I did a few weddings back then and it just didn't really connect with me back then. And I think it was, I was in college and it was just too much work. And plus it was before like Lightroom. So you had to edit each photo individually in Photoshop. It was so demanding. Um, and then mm-hmm. about four years ago, five years ago, I decided to give it another shot and it just clicked instantly. And I was like, I love this. Uh, I think maturity too. you know, I'm not in college anymore mm-hmm. and I was older and I understood weddings more and right. Um, I just love being a part of people's it's like their biggest day. This is the thing so many people look forward to and you're you get to be there and capture the whole thing, be a part of it. I think it's the best job there is. And I know a lot of people are like, you are crazy. Wedding photography is so hard but I think once you come up with your system and how to run a day and make it easy on everybody they're fun and easy in my opinion.
0: Yeah no I agree (laughs) I feel like once you get your yeah your own routine and how you work with people down um It makes everything easier because if you come in confident in what you do and how you do it, it doesn't really matter the type of people that you're working with. They all kind of fall into what you need them to be.
2: Yes. And I always tell my couples, I say, Um, you know after they booked with me I'm like congratulations you didn't just book a photographer you also booked like a wedding planner on top (laughs) right I'm like here's my number if you have any questions text me because I know so many vendors I know so many different little things that you wouldn't think photographers know but
0: and people take advantage of that. I've noticed, like I've had lots of couples texting me or calling me, asking me questions like, is this normal? Should I do that? And yeah. I, I appreciate it because that makes me feel more comfortable the day of anyway, because I feel like they trust
2: me yes. already. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. And they I end up becoming experience. like really good. F- yes. And then you just become really good friends with them. And then all of a sudden it's like, I always tell my brides too, I'm like if something happens that, uh, you know, like drama, I am always here to drink a bottle of wine and Skype with you so you can vent. <laughs> so yeah, I have had brides where we will FaceTime and like one, like a bridesmaid backed out and we just sat there and we're like, like, let me hear it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: You don't need her. brides can't talk. Yeah. yeah I was like, yo.
0: <laughs> and sometimes brides need that like unbiased person that's just I guess actually a biased person that's just on their side that doesn't know the (laughs) other party, so they can you can be like yeah she sucks man (laughs) like yeah
2: sometimes you just need to vet weddings are stressful so oh yeah they are especially this year Mm -hmm. yes I know I felt so bad for all my couples this year
0: it's such a hard thing because you want to I don't know be supportive of them but also follow the guidelines of everything and it's just a hard balance to walk. Agreed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You never like want to offend anybody and the way they believe, but you're trying to be smart about it. And it, yeah, it's been a lot to balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So about how many weddings a year would you say that you and your team do now?
2: Oh, I'm really bad about keeping track of exact numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Um, yeah. I, I think this year I did like seven
1: Mm i'm guessing nice there you go
2: i've thought about associates but i it's so hard for me i guess it's a loophole that you have to overcome because my problem is i think a lot of my booking is my personality people book me for and my just quirky weirdness (laughs) Um, and so i just feel like that's so hard to like train somebody to give your clients
0: I totally understand that. When I was hiring associates, it was definitely not only looking for talent and like skill, but also a personality type that you need with, because you want to give the people the same experience that you would give them. Mm -hmm. But again, personalities, you can't train that.
1: Yeah, right. You can train someone how to use a camera, but you can't train someone how to have a personality.
0: You can train them on client experience, which is huge, like how to treat people, but they're still like, you have to, you either have the wedding photographer thing or you don't. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? I
2: mean, yeah. you gotta be able to talk to everybody. I go into my wedding day. I used to be so quiet when I first started, I was so bashful and just like terrified. And right. now I walk into my wedding days and I legit am like, what up mom? Hey dad. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> family yeah. Christmas. <laughs> I literally just joked with the couple. So they got married in May and had a reception just a month ago. So I get to know their family really well from having two things. And um, their parents are so sweet. And like dad rode with me in the car to like the other location where we chit chatting And so by the time I left, I was like, so see you guys at Christmas, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the mom just wrote on my Facebook not too long ago. She's like, see you at Christmas, dear. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's so sweet. fun. Oh, I
1: love that! What would you say is your favorite part of a wedding day?
2: Oh man, that's a hard question because it really varies on mm-hmm. wedding to wedding. I think personally, right after they're announced, husband and wife, like right after the first kiss, like their their faces, like when they or when they first turn around, because that's mm-hmm. when it just I like, think like, all hits them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love it when they walk down and the aisle after the first kiss, and then they're alone for a second yes. before everybody else comes down and seeing how they react because normally it's like intimate but even if they're surrounded by people they're like holy shit we're married that yes. feeling and being able to capture that is so fun I
2: agree yeah,
1: yeah like it's definitely back
0: to like I know
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. it's definitely like when they are at their happiest because like they just got pronounced husband or wife and yeah you're right it just like hits them and They're surrounded Mm -hmm. by everyone they love and it's just that single moment like you can't recreate.
0: And there's a feeling of relief too I feel like once you're done with the ceremony because I see brides that are like completely different people from the morning Mm -hmm. when they're getting ready to right after the ceremony and I'm like oh you're not like closed off and quiet or rude you're just nervous like oh yeah Mm -hmm. and then once It's done. They're like happy and bubbly and so excited, and I'm like, I. It almost breaks my heart that some people spend the morning of their wedding so, like, anxious. Yes. Yeah. You you wish you could just be like, it'll all be fine. It'll work out no matter what. You know, Mm -hmm. you're gonna get married. That feeling, but it's
2: those pre-wedding nerves. I was just gonna say, I think a lot of people focus on a lot of the little stressful things. And we just got to, and I think that the wedding, the way the trends are going is that it's starting to teach people and society are trying to teach people that like weddings aren't about doing these certain traditions. And it's more about doing what you want to do and be comfortable and confident and not have to worry about, I don't know. There's so many things like I've seen uh, the guy's suits and one person's missing a pocket square and the bride is freaking out. Right. And I'm like, you know what? nobody's going to notice that that pocket square is missing. I guarantee you. Because you know what they're looking at? You in your stunning yeah. dress, killing right. it over there. Yeah, exactly. Like, just let it go. It's really not going to affect your day in the long... I know it's easy to say for the background, but there's certain things like that that I just want people to realize that it doesn't really matter in the end.
0: I know. I'm always like, if this is the worst thing that's happening today, you're doing okay, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and oh, yeah. I always say remind all them. The time we're close to the ceremony, the hard part's almost over, and then you can chill,
2: you yes. know? Yep. Then you can then it's just a
1: party after that.
2: Yeah, Heck exactly. Yeah.
1: Then it's all just a celebration. So Kendra, how would you describe your photography style? Ooh,
2: that's a good question. <laughs> um.
1: We're just laying them all on <laughs> you Not this like, morning. Um, that... um,
2: I've asked my friends that because I don't know. <laughs> like, I would say capturing people's personality for sure is one of my number one things and fun, candid, wild, colorful. I've become more colorful over the past two years. I'm looking up because I have photos on peer yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel just- like you've
0: become more editorial as well. Like some of your shots are just so unique um, in how you pose.
1: Yeah. The stuff that you're doing with like the light lately like <laughs> posing people in like little pockets of light and everything else is like shadowed, like so cool, like obsessed.
2: Mm-hmm. Again, uh, business coach, Jason, Jason Crocker calling him <laughs> out on that one. <laughs> 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 in my info on hard light and just, um, uh, like yesterday I had an engagement shoot and I saw a sweet reflection of light up on this building's wall and the wall wasn't pretty by any means. And my couple, I was like, okay, we're gonna go over here. And they looked at me and they were like, I'm sorry you guys. <laughs> just, uh, for I'm the screwed. listeners at yeah, home,
0: I am eating a banana and my cat Arlo loves bananas.
2: <laughs> you need
0: a screen, could
2: you use a screenshot?
0: I did. You yeah. can show
2: like what?
0: And he has now joined the Zoom call.
2: <laughs> just sitting there looking away at the banana. Oh.
1: Amazing.
2: Oh, anyway, so great. yeah so you saw yeah. a reflection on a building yes so um the wall wasn't that great and the couple kind of looked at me like okay well all right, right. You, you know you could see the questioning like we had just started the shoot like this is because I knew that light was going to be gone so I told them I said usually this would be something I do later on in the shoot when you guys are more confident and comfortable because the first five minutes of every shoot's weird and awkward yeah no matter what shoot you're doing But I said, you guys are pros. I'm starting you off right off the bat. We're going into this. And they were just like, all right. I love it. Um, And I sent her the photo later and she's like, oh my gosh, that is not what I thought it would look like at all. Yeah. So I'm starting to learn. I used to be so obsessed with like pretty backgrounds. I need a good background. I need a good location. And this year it's really clicked in my brain, which is what every photographer tells you. And I never listened. Is like, don't look for a background, look for light. And so oh, I yeah. finally switched that, where like I'm not looking for this pretty backdrop, but when I see pretty light, I'm like, okay, it could be can a garbage. Anything. Yeah, it could be a garbage can behind you, but if you have the right light, it could be beautiful.
1: It's so much better. Plus, it's also easier to edit too. It's easier yes. on you.
2: Yes, agree. And it's,
1: it's a job easier.
0: sometimes hard to explain to a couple or anyone. Um, your thought process behind that because if they see a pretty background but it's harsh lighting or you know they're like but I really wanted this background and you're like well it won't look as good as it would if we did it over here Mm -hmm. and it's hard because if people don't have that eye it's hard for them to realize it like sometimes I'll be with Joe and I'll be like look look at that light and he's like yep looks like (laughs) light to me and i'm like
2: but it's so
0: good
2: yes i know my friends are like would you shut up like they hate going on road trips with me because i'm like oh my god did you see that did you see that seriously
1: Oh my gosh, I feel
2: that one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, yeah, like the junkyards, like junky farm, abandoned farm places. I'm like, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. My friends are like, what is wrong with you? Or just like
1: a simple like line of trees. You're like, oh my gosh, look at that symmetry. I need to put you in the middle. Oh
2: my god, don't even get me started on symmetry, girl. (laughs) I have a problem.
1: So you don't always shoot locally. You do a lot of kind of adventure destination stuff as well, correct?
2: Um, I've do, I've started to dabble into it a little bit. Yes. I wanted to start doing more. Um, Mm -hmm. so COVID just kind of made that a great Mm -hmm. year to start doing that. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, hopefully when things calm down though, I definitely want to start traveling more and bringing clients with or meeting clients out there. Um, yeah, it's like a trip out
1: out to Colorado this year, right?
2: Yes. It was so pretty out there. It's gorgeous. Bear lake sunrise session and the colors on that lake that morning were oh my god I took a panoramic while I was there I was like I have to get a shot for myself too really fast (laughs) and I blew it up and like the print is out on my kitchen and I just like look at it I'm like these colors are they look photoshopped I saw that
0: on your story that panoramic I needed to be better about shooting landscape when I'm somewhere cool to hang up in my house because I'm always like (laughs) can I hang up this picture of this random couple like blow it up and put it in my home I know
2: (laughs) but that's weird I know I want to start putting more art in my house and I'm like well what do I have that's not my so now I do have some um, I did a print show last week so I have prints so I do have some clients hanging on my wall now so
0: there's, I feel like so awesome. you, in an office area or, you know, like, but if I just had one random one yeah. in my living room, <laughs> right. people would be like, who is that?
2: <laughs> Agreed. I know mine are like above my computer. So it's like yeah, a little perfect. area. Yeah. Oh my goodness.
0: So
1: what do your relationships with your clients kind of look like? I know you said that you try to like really become friends with them. How many times would you say that you try and meet with them before a wedding day?
2: Um, so usually when they inquire, I'm always open to, um, either meet in person or this year, it's been practically all video chats. Mm-hmm. Um, so they always feel comfortable. Cause I think it's important when you're booking with a vendor that you, um, meet them or at least know them somehow that you feel comfortable. Um, I've seen too many people get scammed or it, I don't know. I just think it's very important to see if you guys match well, personality wise. Um, so usually then. And then I meet with them video chat to plan their engagement session. And then during the engagement session, and then we meet again, either in person or video chat before the wedding um, to go over all the details of their wedding day, make sure everything's set, good to go. And then there's sometimes where if we click that well, we're like out going for a bike ride or grabbing a beer or right. I truly do just like end up becoming friends with my clients. And I think being single makes it easier too. Cause I'm always like, anybody wanna hang out? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Where would you say a lot of your clients come from? Like Instagram, just Google.
0: Instagram or word of mouth. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Referrals, man. They're yes. the best.
2: Agreed. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, like they've been in a wedding before me. Yeah.
1: Those are um, always so much fun. Like when you photograph a wedding of a bridesmaid who was in a wedding you've already photographed and then like that past bride is one of their bridesmaids. Like it's so much fun. We always oh, try yeah. and like, we always try and take like, that couple that we shot before like during like the reception we'll just like grab them aside and be like let's take some more pictures of you guys
2: <laughs> yes right that's such i know a good i love yeah i love seeing like past clients at weddings mm-hmm. It's so much fun and then you're like i feel like i know everybody
0: i know right? i had a past i had a past client couple at one of the weddings i was shooting and i sat down to eat with them and i was like what are we drinking tonight and the my past bride was not drinking and I was like wait a minute too yes I am I taking some maternity pictures soon
2: (laughs) I know I saw a bride on a bus this summer too and she just like I just I didn't say anything to her you know I just kind of like gave her like Mm -hmm. because I was like I don't want to be inappropriate never say anything to offend anybody but she just gave me that spark but not like she knew and I was like I see you
1: (laughs) yes okay so let's get into it worst wedding story ever she queued this up for us and I am dying to hear this story
2: you guys okay so I will never mention any details, very broadly. (laughs) I've had a couple's parents, one set of parents. (laughs) I stayed, so I was like late into the dance and everybody was well off at that point. And um, I think they were joking, I don't really know, but they legit joked to me about uh, having a threesome together.
1: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) my god what did you do how do you approach that what do you
2: say I just started
0: laughing because i'm weird and awkward and that's but, the only thing i know how to do okay question were they like yo kendra let's have a threesome like how did they say that
2: i don't want to just like too many details because i feel yeah. like it could you know give it away it's just like the dad was joking and the mom was laughing and i was just like bright red like what oh my (laughs) god and then i was like i gotta go over here i gotta go (laughs) i won't
1: see you at christmas
2: yeah (laughs) Yeah, right
1: (laughs) oh Oh my 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 god. wow do you think the bride or the groom know that that happened
2: i have no idea and if they do i i oh oh i'm
0: assuming if they were that intoxicated that the dad and mom don't even know that that happened.
2: You know, like, I really, right. I it yeah. out. When I woke up the next day, I literally was like, I wonder if anybody remembers that.
1: Did that not. really just happen? Like,
2: I know, I called my friends and I was like, well, check that one off the weird checklist. I know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, like, I've had groomsmen hit on me and, you know, right? I mean, that happens at every wedding. <laughs> but, like, every parents...
0: single wedding. Every single wedding. Yes. Oh my
1: goodness. Wow, that's that's a new one. Definitely have right? not heard that before.
2: That's why I had to call my friends. I was like, well, I think that's a see yeah. if you guys can check that one off your list. Yeah. let's see if we can talk that. I'm good. I'm good already. Right. I know I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my we goodness. We can have a bloody photographer bingo night. Like can oh you- my <laughs> gosh.
0: Imagine me in that situation. I am like the most awkward. Person, I would just like slowly back away <laughs> yes. from the situation. <laughs> oh my goodness. It, it looks like my hours are done. I'm going to go home now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not included in yeah, this package, right? but if you yeah. upgrade.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's in my a la carte section.
1: <laughs> for some advice for our listeners, Kendra. And we can all kind of go in on this, but what are some questions that brides should be asking um, photographers when they first meet with them?
2: Um, I think it's really important to view a full gallery, um, ask them to see past work, and do never base it off of an Instagram or Facebook um, or website. I've personally seen photographers have amazing instagrams amazing websites and then i've seen a full gallery and i literally my jaw dropped i had no idea that the quality you know because it's so easy to get those great instagram shots and great lighting you know but there's sometimes when there's people that don't know zero about flash and reception lighting and then your reception dance photos are going to be like terrible Right. So I do think it's important for people to actually ask to see a full gallery or other work and not just base it off of their Instagram.
1: Allie, do you think that there's any specific questions that Bride should ask photographers when they meet with them the first time?
0: Yeah, I think it's just how is your client relationship? Like, what do those look like? Because some people I feel like are strictly more business. Um, Like, on the day of the wedding, they do kind of stand back and take pictures from further away and aren't as, I don't know, intertwined in the in the day where I go in and I'm like next to the bride and groom all day long because I feel like it's important to know what you'll be dealing with the day of. If you don't want that person there next to you all day, then I'm not the person for you, you know, if you want it more business, less personal, then you should go look for somebody else. And I think it's important for photographers to be very upfront about the type of person and business owner that they are. And I'm not afraid to be like, hey, I don't think I'm the right person for this job, because of this, this and this, but I know people that would be really great. Like recently, I had a photographer or a couple who just had a baby wanted newborn photos and i'm like sure uh however i take them very candidly like an at home session no i'm not like posing your baby wrapped up in you know i don't have any of that equipment and i don't do that um so if that's what you're looking for it definitely it's not me right and i think people appreciate that a lot mm-hmm. so just be upfront with what you want and see if that aligns with what your photographer does agreed
1: yeah absolutely
0: does that make sense yeah yeah 110 percent
1: um I always think it's important to ask your photographers what their backup plans are number one in case like they either become really sick the night before they break their leg the day before what their backup plans are as far as like having you know, someone on call or a second shooter, as well as, um, like backup and insurance for gear. Like, do you bring extra flashes? Do you bring extra lenses? Right. Do you bring extra camo bodies? Because you don't want your photographer, you know, halfway through the day, like, oh, sorry, my card malfunctioned and I don't have any other ones. So yeah. always make sure that they have ample gear and always have a backup plan for someone to shoot your wedding day in case something happens.
2: Agreed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree with you. Um, I actually did get a question from a listener. Her name is Allison and she wanted to say, or she wanted to ask, I want my wedding to be memorable. How can I make my wedding stand out without breaking the bank?
1: Just do little things that make it you know, more unique. A unity ceremony is a really fun time for your wedding to really make that stand out. Um, You know, you don't always have to tie three strands together. You don't have to pour the sand together. We've seen people make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. We've seen people like pour whiskey into a barrel, plant trees. Yeah. Josh and I are making margaritas and then drinking them. So yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) that's like just one super small thing that can really make it stand out as well as just like little things that a lot of people might not think about. Sorry. I'm in the middle of planning a wedding right now. And like, this is very like on the forefront of my brain. So sorry if I rant. Um, No, you're good. But Like table numbers, like they don't have to be a number. Like we're doing concerts. We've been to, you can do like locations you've been to just like little things like that, that are seemingly easy and just switch them up a little bit. Like literally if you pick a place you've been like, just print out a picture of you two there put it on a frame, write in a pretty font on it, like where you've been.
0: Right. I'm always like, just make it as personal to you two as possible. And it'll be more memorable. You don't need to have everything look like a magazine or what you saw on Pinterest or whatever. You don't need to try to recreate something. Just make something. It's about you too. So just make it
2: your own. I've never planned a wedding, but <laughs> my expertise. Um first off, Facebook Marketplace and Thrifting. You do not need to go buy new everything. Agreed. I would highly re- recommend. Uh, there's so many like wedding for sale sites out there. And I see these people that bought stuff for hundreds of dollars and then they turn around and sell it for like 20 bucks. So I'm like, what? Exactly. Okay, I just want to get rid of it. Um, so I would recommend those to save money for sure. And then, I mean, you can cut, cut. You don't have to have what everyone else has. Like dresses, there's so many pretty ones online for under $1,000 mm-hmm. and they're gorgeous. My, like think outside the box.
0: Yeah, my wedding dress, the second one was um, 500 bucks. I was, I was so, that dress
2: was stunning. Thank yeah. you. You looked I, like you were out of a mega. I mean, your dress was you. like classic, beautiful. I appreciate
0: that. I love it too. I wish I could wear it all the time.
1: Yeah, Facebook Marketplace, and honestly, like, TikTok. I have gotten so many wedding ideas from TikTok. Like, the whole, like, getting vases from Goodwill and then mixing paint with, like, baking powder to make it look like it's, like, terracotta on the Mm -hmm. outside. Like, that's so cheap and easy. And then, like, I also saw, like, a yarn chandelier. Like, yeah, it might take some time, but if you're wanting to save the money, then add a little bit of extra time and make things yourself.
2: I know people are so creative nowadays. Social media has made it so easy to like find create or Pinterest. I mean, right. the things people do amazes me. And ask yeah. for
0: help. People will help you. If you're not creative, I'm sure you have an Allie Popkin in your life that would love to <laughs> hand letter some stuff for you. You know, it, don't be afraid. You don't have to do it all by yourself. People are more than willing to help out.
2: Yeah. You get me a bottle of wine. I'll be over to help
0: exactly
1: <laughs> yeah do not be afraid to accept help that people give you where can we find you tell us all about where you're at on social medias
2: uh my instagram is KMP Photo, and then on facebook it's kmp photography my email is kendra at kmpphoto.com and then my website is www.kmpphoto.com your website Wonderful.
1: is gorgeous by the way love it well thank you because I want to redo it <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we always do like there's I feel like everyone is always just like I
2: want to redo it <laughs> well that's like one of those things too where I keep telling myself I'm like truly yes I'm hard on myself because I have the creative eye but do clients really I think as long as you have photos and like a right. bio like that's what really clients want to see
1: okay well Kendra thank you so much for coming on yes we thank you are so much. So at the end of every episode, we always do a little bit of a toast. So I will start this week, if that's okay. Yeah. So I'm going to toast to our friend's giving that's going on on Wednesday. I am so excited. It gave me a reason to deep clean my house. (laughs) Because if we're only having a couple people here, I still want it to be clean. So And I get to make a turkey for the first time in my
0: life, which I'm very excited to tackle that. Oh, you got this. Yeah, you're going to do a great job, I know. And I feel like Meredith loves hosting, so it's going to be a great job.
1: Oh, I can't wait uh, for you to see the sign that I bought on Amazon.
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, Kendra, you go. I need to think.
2: <laughs> well, first off, thank you, ladies, for having me on here. I am super excited and honored to have been asked I was very nervous, so I feel much better
1: now. Oh, good! Don't be nervous. Nothing to be nervous. Everyone, about. everyone always says they're nervous, but we just
2: like to talk. That's it. I don't know, I'm just blonde and ditzy and weird, and just say <laughs> random things. We are weird. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Did you Sorry listen about. to our solo podcast? That
1: was like the epitome oh of life. Oh my gosh! God. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> you crack up? Goodness.
2: Um, I'm going to toast to all the medical professionals everywhere, but especially in Iowa right now. You guys are killing it, and you need all the support you can get and keep going. Um, here to always support you guys, and thank you for everything you guys are doing for everyone right now.
0: That is Love perfect. It. That we talked about that in the beginning of the episode, so it's mm-hmm. a nice callback there. Um, I am going to t- toast to um, Odell sipping pretty sour beer my favorite. It's my favorite sour beer and it's only, what time is it? 12.03 and I really want one right now. <laughs> I crave it. And next time we podcast just solo us, we should Absolutely. get a little tipsy. Yeah,
1: Absolutely. It's such a good beer. Well, thank intro. you. Thank you all for listening. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. The subscription really helps get our numbers up and gets other people to hear about the podcast and the reviews also mean the world to us. We love to hear what you think.
0: Also, if you have any questions or need advice about anything, doesn't even have to be wedding related, anything, uh, feel free to DM us on our Instagram at headtable talk, or you can go ahead and send us an email at Table talk at gmail.com.
1: Thank you all, and we will see you next week. Bye, love you. (laughs) Sorry, this whole time I kept like bringing my feet up onto my chair and then I'm like, no.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. So (laughs) So I'm going to go shower now. (laughs)